the San Jose Sharks do it again. The good vibe Sharks are back. Or come back from four goals in the second period. Uh, I I don't know what got into this team. So we're going to try to figure out together on this live edition of Locked on Sharks. You're Locked on Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast covering your favorite team in the Bay Area. My name is J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now. I want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first listen, probably a part of the Locked on Network. We cover your team every day. And if you want to be an everyday, all you got to do is just follow along wherever you get podcasts or you can watch on YouTube as well. We are doing a live, uh, no therapy session, um, more like a, oh my gosh, what is happening session um, as these Sharks come back for a second game in a row, uh, multiple goal deficit to come back and win uh, in overtime, this time six to five over the Detroit Red Wings. And folks, I'm just going to say what we're all thinking, the good vibes sharks are back um this team right now is playing some of the best hockey that i can remember in a long while or at least the most resilient hockey right um this team again it's not going to you know compete with the 18 19 sharks or or you know those but this team is fun right you're getting contributions from a lot of guys. Your young players are contributing. Your star players are producing. Um, it's a good mix of veterans and young players. And it's just like, even compared to a month ago, right? A month ago at this time, we're talking about how, you know, getting blown out by eight goals in consecutive games. Like, um, just how much this team has grown up in such a short period of time. Um it's exciting, exciting to watch there. Um, this game was was drunk. Um, that's the only way to describe it. Uh, especially when you, it looked like it was same old sharks, right? Uh, what we have seen uh, in the past couple, you know, even this year, what we've seen where like as soon as any adversity hits, this team folds faster than Superman on laundry day. And no, not today. Not today, kids. Um, I thought, I mean, I tweeted out, same old Sharks. This is the Sharks we know. Um, going on a penalty kill, uh, you thought, like, nail in the coffin here. Uh, but Mark Edward Vlasic, doing the best thing he's done all year, <laughs> goes to the box. We get two, two shorthanded goals. When was the last time that's happened to the shark? I can't remember last time. It's probably something like Patrick Marlowe did it um, way back in the day, but two shorthanded goals on the same penalty kill. Um, the Sharks didn't have any shorthanded goals at all this year. You get two um, and then they were feeling it. And that's the thing is, is the way that this team is playing right now. Um, they're they're kind of feeding off each other. Um, it's everybody producing, right? It's hurdle. You got two goals from Nico Sturm tonight. Um, do you know Mikel Granlin is the leading point scorer in the NHL for the month of December? That Mikel Granlin, who 
on this very podcast, I was like, dude, what are we do? What is what is this guy? Especially the way he started this year, right? Um, he's healthy. He's playing some of his best hockey. He's played in a long time. Um, Eklund was great tonight. Declare like Eklund could have almost had a hat trick the way he was playing tonight. He had just missing on so many chances. Um, and those will come, but and the goaltending, and I know this wasn't Mackenzie Blackwood's greatest game, and there was a lot of def- and a lot of the goals were just defensive collapse. Like the whole team had a brain fart for like five straight minutes, right? And that's where the the Red Wings kind of scored all those goals. But the way they kind of kind of came in, calmed everything down, um, and this team was just like, we're not losing today. Um, it is something insane right now that again. Um, and I know there's going to be questions about the tank, and it is a long season. Uh, but right now, this is this is what you want, right? This this team is playing well, and it's getting contributions from the right guys, right? Um, Tomas Hurdle is like basically like, look at me, look at me. I'm the captain now. The way he's played recently, um, especially without Logan Couture, who is skating again, so we could be getting Couture back um, here. You know, maybe around the, the beginning of the turn of the calendar, but. Um, this this team right now is just so much fun to watch because um, you never know what's going to happen, right? Look at the last two games. Some these are some of the most fun I've had watching the Sharks, and almost since I've started this podcast uh, way back in February 2020 um, is when I joined the podcast. Like, I mean, yes, we had Eric Carlson last year, but it was a lot of Eric Carlson doing Eric Carlson things. And, you know, Timo Meyer and w- was helping out with that. But, like, you're getting play from up and down the ice or up and down the lineup from guys who were cast-offs and, you know, your other teams didn't want them. You know, Mikel Granlin was basically a salary dump. Um, a lot of people thought Hurdle would never be the same player again. William Eklund, what has he done? Um, you know, Capo Kakinen, there was a lot of, like, why do we trade for him? Um, you know, Mackenzie Blackwood, who again, not his best night, but the way Blackwood's been playing this season, um, he was, he was, you know, the Sharks basically got him for free. The Devils didn't want him. Do you think the New Jersey Devils would love to have Mackenzie Blackwood playing the way he is playing right now? I'm going to say yes, they would love to have Mackenzie Blackwood playing the way he's playing right now on their roster. Um, who knows where this team goes? I, I'm not predicting them to be a playoff team. And, and this is a long road in the in, in their rebuild, right? Um, and you, hats off to David Quinn. On this very podcast about a month ago, I asked if he's going to make it to Thanksgiving. Um, the dude is coaching his butt off right now. Um, he is – shut me up. Um, I don't – yeah, he the way David Quinn is playing right now is coaching this team. He's pressing all the right buttons, you know, and he's got the right lineup. And again, all the injuries this team has dealt with in this team is just fun to watch. Like you're looking forward to watching Sharks games because Mikel Granlin is playing great. Fabian Zetterlin looks like a brand new player and was an, an absolute monster tonight. Um, if he doesn't get dragged in overtime, he's probably scoring the game winner. Um makes a great play on the show it's just it's great this is this is great i'm enjoying this if we gotta if if we gotta put gotta put the tanks in the garage for now and just enjoy good sharks hockey um i'm down for it right now the tank commander maybe we're putting down the tank right now we're putting away the white flag 
um we're yeah the tanks are in the garage at least for now let's enjoy this ride right now because again i don't think this team is going to the playoffs but they could be what if they're the berserker team look at go look at the other hosts go look at that locked on isles host after uh, go look at the comments in the youtube page there don't be mean but just go peek the fans just oh my god what a collapse how can we do this the red wings guys i'm sure they're gonna be the same thing oh my god what a collapse how can we do this we're just going to be that team that you do not want to play right now because we we're never out of a game. You, we have too many guys who can just go off on any night. We don't have maybe we, we don't have the stars of other teams, right? But we just got a gritty bunch of guys who are just fun to watch and they play for each other. And David Quinn again is coaching his butt off right now, uh, getting these guys working together. And you know what's if you think back to this time last year, right? Remember how poor the Sharks started in October? Um, going, you know, they went to to Europe and played in Sweden, and then the team just struggled scoring. And then, like October or then November, going to December, guess what? That Sharks team was playing a lot better, and a lot of it came to Eric Carlson. Um, but you can see the same formula, right? This team was the worst team that we'd ever seen. Um, Guess what, guys? This team isn't the worst team in hockey right now. This team's a very competitive team that's going to play hard um, all 60 minutes. And it's a credit to every guy in that locker room for sticking through it. And a credit to David Quinn and Mike Greer. They have a plan. It's been bumpy, but you can see where this team is going. And just imagine if this team's playing like this. And once they get some more talent on this team, if those guys keep playing the way they are, this team's ceiling in the next couple seasons is going to be um just outstanding if if they keep playing the same way they are and they get these they hit on these draft picks um so we'll continue we're going to look at the numbers uh and then we're going to answer some of your questions so if you guys are watching right now on youtube go ahead drop your some of your questions comments i'll try to get to as many as i can um i'm just super pumped up right now this this is it's been a while uh basically the entire time i've been on this podcast of being able to enjoy sharks hockey so uh we'll continue here in just one second passion drive patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Boners, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at all the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to you S customers. All right, uh, let's dig into the numbers for this game. Um, and the way this game started, the Sharks kind of took it to the Red Wings a little bit, and then the Red Wings did what they did in the second period. Again, the Sharks just had a like a team wide brain fart for five straight minutes. Um, but credit to the sharks for crawling back into this game and then in this third period kind of very close competitive game but um so shot attempts at 5v5 was 
46 to 55 in favor of the Red Wings. Corsi 4, 54.46 to 45.54. Actual shots at 5v5, 23 to 28. Shows how much uh, the Sharks did a lot of their damage on special teams and with the goalie pulled. Um, Scoring chances 27 to 25 in favor of the Sharks. High danger chances 10 to 9 in favor of the Sharks. Expected goals for 2.16 to 2.07 in favor of the Sharks. And Detroit got all five of their goals um, at 5v5. Again, complete brain fart for five straight minutes. Um, but the Sharks did a really good job of kind of getting in front of Villahusa uh, and making life hard for him, right? How many shots were right on top of, of him? And um, he had to make some ridiculous saves, right? Uh, Eklund had a couple really really good chances that jesus was able to convert um duclair whiffs on that one play um like the sharks you can see the sharks offense really starting to kind of come together here over the last couple weeks and i think you can point to now they have two two lines right you have the zetterl or the yeah the zetterlin duclair grandland line and then you have the hurdle um barabanoff eklund line and both those guys both those lines are kind of starting to come together here and um hurdle has got five goals in the last two games and um yeah you this you can see it um hurdle eklund barabanov played 12 22 time at ice on 5v5 19 shot attempts that is love to see that right there 19 shot attempts gave up 14 10 to 6 actual shots. Um, they did give up a goal 0.66 expected goals for to 0.15. Uh, again, complete brain fart on everybody on that goal. 10, 10 scoring chances by this line. Mm, love it. Three high danger chances. Um, three, one, eight defensive zone starts. So mostly starting their own end, and they're still dominating on that offense. That is the future is bright. I told you guys about Eklund. I've been on the Eklund train since he was drafted. And this, look at what is going on. Um, look at look at what Elliot Freeman just tweeted. The Sharks need to stick with the teal helmets. Clearly the key to victory. Maybe it is. Maybe the teal helmets are the key to victory. Um, Zettelin, Granlin, Duclair, 942. 7-9 shot attempts. So I think they got a little bit more of the top line from the Red Wings. Um, two to seven actual shots did give up a goal 0.17 to 0.47 expected goals for one to three high danger chances and four seven one with the zone starts. Uh, LeBanc, Sturm, Bailey, a little bit tougher night. They had 906, four to 12 shot attempts, um, and then four to six for actual shots. Had a goal, but gave up two goals as well. That goal that they had was great work. LeBanc did great work on there on that board, on the boards, kind of winning that battle and getting it going to Sturm and Bailey, who were able to kind of to score on the, um, but yeah, that, that line is, you know, it wasn't the prettiest night for them, but they got, you know, they got the goals when it counted there. So uh, again, with Jacob McDonald still as a forward, it's hard to look at his uh, that line together because it just doesn't it still has him as a defenseman. Excuse me. So um, Mike Hoffman. Court when Mike Hoffman, eight minutes of five v five, sixty six point six seven Corsi four says good to see. Um, 
Fabian Zetter or Philip Zena, excuse me, uh, 913, 515, 811 uh, shot attempts of 42.11. And then McDonald, 7.55 minutes of 5v5, 6 to 11 shot attempts. So um, combined, it's probably, you know, probably a little bit under for, for under 50% for shot attempts if I had to guess with those guys. But um, yeah, let's look at the goalies really quick. So, um, just Kapokakinen kind of coming in and saving the day when it was uh, when it was needed. Um, it's interesting if if Kapokakinen because started the season right, Blackwood was easily the guy, right? Boom, boom, boom. We're gonna keep running Blackwood out there, and he was playing great. But it seems like Blackwood's kind of maybe slowed down a little bit, and Kapokakinen has just been stringing together strong performances. So I'm interested to see um, on Sunday. Got a couple days off here. Um, Last game of the road trip, you're playing Vegas. Do you run Capo Kakinen out there? Because I think he's playing a little bit better right now. But um, so Capo Kakinen in um, all situations for the goalies, he made 11 shots on um, 10 saves on 11 shots, excuse me, 909 save percentage. Uh, expected goals against was 0.97. He did give up one goal. Um, most so his goal came from a mid danger shot, and that was a breakaway. That was like a four on two, and perfectly executed four on two by uh, by the Red Wings there. So, kind of splitting the ice and making it basically a two on one, and kind of they, they did a good job of kind of like shrinking the field, if that makes sense, and, and kind of opening things up for them because, um, yeah, I'm not, not trying to get too cute there. So, um, Blackwood's night again. Some of them, like, I don't really, I wouldn't say that any of them were really kind of soft goals. I think it was just complete defensive collapse um, by the Sharks there. Um, so in all situations, that's really weird. Um, with his goals, it only shows two against in all situations. Anyway, um, like looking at his number, yeah, he gave up a bunch of goals, but none of them were, I'm just like, yeah, he probably should have had that. I, I I thought it was just the defense just falling apart on him, and he got screened on a couple and, and stuff. And um, yeah, but you saw as soon as Capo Kakinen came in, um, that penalty kill, just the way the team just kind of responded and just kind of got their their stuff together and got really good pressure on the Red Wings and kind of transferred the brain fart from them to the Red Wings for five minutes. So, um, yeah. This this team is again, they're not the prettiest every night, and they're getting outshot in uh, most nights. And um, they've been getting strong goaltending. The defense is still a bit of a work in progress, um, you know, for the most part. Um, but they've, you know, they've just been kind of finding a way right now. And I think that's all you can really ask for is just play hard and see if you can kind of build on your recent successes. And I think this team is kind of building on their recent successes right now. Um, just for funsies, William Eklund had behind Hoffman, uh, Eklund had the highest uh, Corsi 4 at 5v5 at 61.11%. So um, that's cool. That's good to see. Um yeah, and then Hurdle and Eklund led the way at uh, time on ice in all situations. So that is good. Good to see. So uh, we'll get to some of your thoughts and questions here in just one minute. I know we come to sports to escape from the crazy realities of life, but can we talk 
for one minute about preparing for your life. According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics right in the middle of the worst flu season over a decade. It's a holiday season. Maybe you're just traveling somewhere to celebrate with family. The last thing you want to do is be unprepared to take care of yourself or a loved one if you fall ill. Jace Medical can give you a peace of mind before you even hop on a flight. The Jace case comes with five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinuses, uh, skin infections, among others, and stuff that could happen to any of us. So visit jacemedical.com, complete your physician encounter. You'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed at a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. So go to jacemedical.com, use code locked on to get $20 off your order. All right, let's get some of your questions. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Again, uh, so John asks, is this team know they're supposed to be tanking on the bright side? Chicago has a lead. I'm not sure what that game is, but um, again, there's plenty of time, and I think this team is going to get decimated, decimated by the trade deadline. I think this team's going to be really bad at the trade deadline. So if you start terrible, maybe you have a good middle, and then you end terrible, I think you're going to be in the mix. Uh, just because, you know, I, like I said, you're, you will have plenty of time for the trade deadline stuff, but Granlin looks like a real piece that you might be able to trade, right? Duclair looks like is you could trade. Again, may, they're probably not going to trade all these guys, but like... Um, you know, Duclair looks like a real piece. Um, the defense, they're going to be trading out some of these guys, whether it's, you know, Fro, um, Ellie Freeman had Benny mentioned in there. Um, you know, if you trade a goalie, like you have, you have a lot of pieces that you're going, like the best thing about them playing right now is you're kind of bumping up the value of these potential trade pieces. So you're going to potentially get more back for them. Um, and I think, they, I think, uh, Mike Greer is uh, he knows this is a long thing and isn't going to get sucked in by three weeks of good play to thinking you know, this is all of a sudden a playoff team. I think he, he knows the long term plan. That's his job as a GM is to think long term. Um, I I don't see him like becoming a buyer unless only, I could see him like trying to get a you know a distressed asset who he thinks maybe can come play um and have better value with the San Jose Sharks but again I don't think that he's going to all of a sudden be like we're a playoff team like no he he knows the long term so what a rush uh radical mallard uh <laughs> that's a great name what a rush this game was so wild to watch I love it I know I was uh losing my mind because it was just too much trying to like clip all the goals back to back to back just too much going on so uh denver doyles has got to give quinn credit they're playing hard yeah uh david quinn is his team playing really hard right now so um again it's been just a couple weeks here but the way this team is playing now especially where we were for you know a month ago yeah uh what do you think for would fetch in a trade i think you're looking at a probably a late second um, or a B plus prospect. So that would be my guess. Um, we'll see. Cause I think Ferraro's, I think Ferraro's value is to like hockey people. I think Ferraro has higher value to analytical people. And I consider myself more on the analytical side. So, uh, 
I think Grandland Tony Couture asked, I think Grandland was a good player and he's 31 years old. Will he be signing with the Sharks after the 2024 five season when he's a free agent, or is he gonna be part of the Sharks long-term plans? I don't think he's going to be part of the Sharks long-term plans. Um, and I think if you're Mike Greer, you try to sell high with him at some point because he's playing really good hockey right now. And you can see when he's fully healthy, he's got good wingers around him, like what he can do. And I think he could be a really good piece for a team trying to make a cup run. Um, so I don't think he's going to be part of long-term plans, especially if you have uh, Will Smith coming. Um, you know, you got all a bunch of the Barracuda guys, like Robbins, you have Bordolo, like you have Daniel Gushin. You're going to have pieces, younger players that you're going to want to start getting uh, set into and then especially if Couture and Hurdle are still around I think there'll be plenty of veteran leadership so uh, which players Greer's uh, which Greer player has been the most this is from Matt uh, is it Dinan sorry um, most which Greer player has been the most impressive so far for me at Zetterlin yeah I talked about Zetterlin on this podcast um, great to see just again night and day from what we saw from last year to this year um, as a player. And I think we I've talked about before. I just, I don't think we take in the human element of being traded sometimes and uh, going again from one of the most fun teams in the league in the New Jersey Devils last year uh, to the train wreck that was the San Jose Sharks at the end of the season. So, um, but you could tell he put in the work. Um, he's got good line mates. He, you, he's got that dog in him, as the kids say. Um, I love watching Zetterlin, and I think he's going to be a big piece for the Sharks going forward. Uh, he is just some, yeah, he's fun, man. All right, uh, let's see. <laughs> the tripping penalty in Eklund was insane. Uh, I, yeah, he the. Just, I couldn't believe it. it just, he drops his stick. He goes to pick it up, and uh, Kane just kind of trips over. The, veteran move, veteran move by uh, I don't if it's Kane or whoever got tripped over it. Um, veteran move to to kind of fake the trip there. Um, but good, good for yeah. That was a glad that that wasn't uh turned into a goal. So, um, JD, yeah, that's what I do a lot. Sorry, um, just part of it. Miguel uh, Chavez, that Timo trade is looking better and better. Yeah, it was very underwhelming, but Quint Musty looks like, again, he is going a freaking, he's going off. Uh, as long as he doesn't slew foot people, he's going off in the OHL and he's looking to be on a record setting pace in the OHL. Um, and I wouldn't, I think he's going to get his nine games next year in the, with the Sharks. So, Shakir Mukamadoulin, we got to see what he can do in the NHL. Uh, you're getting either a late first round or probably a mid, the way that the Devils are playing right now, that pick is going to be a mid-second round pick. Maybe you you could package up your first your second round pick and that Devils second round pick if you want to get back into the end of the first round. Um, that's, a, you know, you have plenty of options here. Uh, yeah, and Zetterlin, Zetterlin looks like a dude, so... Uh, let's see. Matt Dillon, did, why did uh, anyone catch with, why Vlasic got an unsportsmanlike penalty? Uh, assuming he got, you know, I'm sure he probably said something to the refs. Uh, and Vlasic has been known to kind of pop off every once in a while to the refs. So uh, I'm assuming he said something to the refs and they threw him in the box for that. So that would be my, especially if it's an unsportsmanlike. So, um, 
All right, a couple more here before we get out. Steve Marino says, if they continue to play this way, do you think a tour comes back on the third line? That's a I'm putting together a segment here on what happens when we get a little bit closer to Couture, uh, what happens with Couture. I think the third line kind of makes a lot of sense for him. And then you bump Nico Sturm down to the fourth line, especially with Ryan Carpenter being out. Cause right now they're basically running Zadina or Hoffman as your center, just to try to find somebody for that moment. Um, but I, I, I think though, Couture is your third as like a souped up third liner is insane, and especially the way Granlin's playing right now. Um, I know you don't want to Wally Pip somebody from their job, but the way Granlin's playing right now, I and the the chemistry that line has, and then if you put Couture on the third line with you know maybe Zadina, um, LeBanc, whoever, you, you can feel really good about that top nine. So uh, you're going to be drunk, dude, if you keep taking a shot every time I say, ah, or um, especially when I'm trying to read comments at the same time. So nicely decorated tree, bud. Uh, you can tell. Thanks, uh, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Young for that one. That is her doing back there. So, but all right. I think I'm going to be just about done. We'll see what Finn. All right, Finn right here. Do Zetterland Bailey put the nail on the coffin on a wise black co-cops? No, I think wise flat and co probably get caught up at the end of the year. Again, I think this team's going to get ravaged by the trade deadline, just because if you look at all the potential pieces, they could be moving out. And I think we'll see some of these guys kind of get their shots on, on the, but for now, um, also Wiseblatt and co need to do something. Co's had a pretty solid start, but I think Wiseblatt and co need to do something in the AHL before we start talking about them playing NHL games. So um, that's going to be it for me today. We'll be back on next week. Uh, we'll catch up on the Vegas game, whatever happens with the Barracuda this weekend. If you didn't check out my Jake Furlong interview, go check that out from yesterday. It's pretty cool. I got really lucky with the timing since he uh, was named to Team Canada that day that I interviewed him. So go check out that uh, interview. Plenty of good stuff coming here at Locked on Sharks. Fun to hang out with you guys after a big win as the good five Sharks are back. If you're watching the live stream and you haven't subscribed on YouTube, please go ahead and do so. It's the best way to help me out. Um, you can also follow the show wherever you get podcasts. And of course, uh, like I said, watch on YouTube as well. You can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Locked on Sharks. And you can follow me on Twitter at my fry hole. Until Monday. Bye, friends.